the drinks are poured, the Edgar Allan Poe candle is lit, welcome to the Horror Salon. I'm your co-host, The Witch. And I'm your co-host, Andemic. Welcome, welcome. (laughs) We have a very fun show for you today. Well, okay, first let's talk about the Pazooza Juice of choice. So... In honor of tonight's topic, which is what scares us, mm. um, I am—I just had this brilliant idea that I want to try and um, basically shock the refined palate of the witch. <clears throat> so, prepare to be terrified by the drinks. I'm already uh, terrified by the smell. <laughs> the drinks of my youth. Um, Lukewarm and ready to go. First up, we're going to be sampling Strawberry Hill Boone's Farm. And take it away. All right. So (laughs) I have done the initial sniff. I'm getting hints of... It actually kind of smells like strawberry pop rocks. Oh my gosh, it does. So I'm not really that, like grossed out yet because i like strawberry pop rocks so then okay well then you might like it and my plan might be foiled so well we'll see i've never had liquid strawberry pop rocks so (laughs) here we go all right do it (laughs) that is that is like what it's it's water there's a watery aftertaste. It's like a malt beverage, but like it's like you're drinking a Seagram's, but not as flavorful, if that's actually possible. Well, like I get more flavor from the smell. To me, it smells like junior year. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. That's um, Maybe also in a little uh, odd way French kissing a strawberry pop tart oh yeah you get that like a, yeah yeah You're French kissing go faster drink that you're gonna drink more in in honor of we're getting real crazy <laughs> the Boone's farm we have to drink the whole bottle it's because the there's way. another drink coming next which we'll talk about shortly halfway through yeah once we're real nice and soft <laughs> we're gonna get way more soft <laughs> okay so um Wow. Um, yeah. So I'm loving the amount of memories this is bringing back for you <laughs> that you're holding back right now. I can see them in your eyes. It smells like a hot car, you know, because you had to sneak out to, to drink the Boone's Farm that mm-hmm. was basically warming up in the glove box. Yeah. You know, it'd be a good time to tell a, a, a scary story about, you know, the hook on the doorknob or <gasps> the hook on the, the car door. Yeah. You know, they were probably drinking Boone's Farm. Let's oh, be real. Yeah. So, um, so see, everything comes back to horror it in all some comes way. Back. Okay, so what scares us? Mm. Um, besides the existential shit that every human is probably afraid of, uh, like the sinister capabilities of said humans, mm. um, what in the realm of the strange and unusual scares us? So, um, I've been told I'm in for a treat tonight with. Uh, wherever the witch went today so uh, let's let her kick it off okay i i actually have 
so many I, I realized I have so many answers to this question because mm-hmm. I apparently am scared of pretty much everything. But I have found myself um, increasingly becoming scared of one thing that makes no fucking sense. That I have never had an experience with this. This has never happened to me. I don't know anybody who has had an experience with this. Um, But I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about sinkholes. (laughs) And here's why. I found myself, this had to have been about a year or two ago. I found myself, I had woken up at like 1.32 a.m., normal night i hadn't even been drinking the night before so there was real no rhyme or reason to why i woke up yeah and i just had this overwhelming sense of what if gravity stops and i float away and then i got this overwhelming sense of but what if the earth opens up and swallows me whole how old i was mid-20s at the least, if not late 20s. And you were awake? I was awake. I, w- I woke up thinking about this. Not like a lucid dream. And you no. Were- wow, because okay. I called my mother. And she ah. said, why are you calling me at 2 a.m.? And I said, what if the, the earth swallows me whole? And she's like, go back to bed. Wow. Yeah. So, and I found myself becoming more increasingly scared of sinkholes as I uh, get older. I don't know what it's about. But, so I... I, I, I I did a little research on this. Okay. And so I want to, I kind of want to share with you the rabbit hole that I did go down (laughs) on on the sinkhole route. So the thing about it is they're unpredictable, right? Right. They can open up at any time. Yeah. There's not really too much of a warning. They say there are signs, sure, but you have to know what those signs are and be pretty diligent about looking for them. Like sagging ground or like sagging trees. Like who's really paying attention to that kind of Right. So then they open up. You can't really determine how wide they're going to be or how deep they're going to go. So that's terrifying. And they are caused by all sorts of things. So they happen just naturally. Mm Um, depending on where you live, you might be in an area that's more predisposed to them. If you're sitting on top of like an easily eroded type of rock, like limestone, if water gets down in there, starts eroding away that rock, that earth could open right up at any time. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you're sitting on top of a cavern structure, which if you didn't know here in Ohio, we pretty much are. We are. Absolutely. That roof could cave in at any time. Not to mention man-made sinkholes happen all the time with all the mining and drilling so they are prevalent they exist they happen they're terrifying i have two stories to share with you about sinkholes these are the two stories well one of these stories is tragic and it's kind of the whole reason i'm scared of them the second story is just fucking fascinating (laughs) so the first story i'm going to share with you um, I should say I got this research uh, from an article in USA Today. But uh, this is the tragic story of Jeffrey Bush. Okay. So Jeffrey Bush, he was living in a home in Sefner, Florida mm-hmm. when this happened. This happened, I think it was in 2013, if the article um, date is an indication of when the um sinkhole open but he's in his home in Safner, Florida he's tired he goes to bed he lives with family 
Um, and the brother, his brother, says that he hears this big boom in, like, in the middle of the night. And so mm-hmm. he rushes to where he hears it from, which was Jeffrey's room. And when he opens the door, there's just a massive dirt hole. It had opened up in Jeffrey's room and swallowed him, his whole bedroom set, everything, furniture, gone. So the brother jumps into the hole to try and dig Jeffrey out and can't get to him. They describe it, not the brother, just people I read online. When you go into a sinkhole to kind of try and get someone out of it, it's like digging through quicksand. It's like you're not, you're putting yourself in more danger. Um, But I can only imagine what he's thinking. You know, my brother's in there. You're going to jump down in there. Right. When rescue teams get there, which is not long after, they pull the brother out. The brother's name is Jeremy, by the way. They pull Jeremy out. They say, we got to get out of the house. Um, This is still an active situation. The Mm -hmm. hole's getting bigger. The ground's still not stable. we got to get out of here. So everyone evacuates the house. The body of Jeffrey is never discovered. And they say that it was too dangerous to get into the sinkhole to kind of rescue him um they didn't want to put their rescue team in jeopardy now obviously that caused that family an immense amount of pain because they never have a body to bury um they fill that hole with gravel and the article goes on to say that um the body was probably eventually sucked down so deep it's not even where the gravel sits anymore okay that is terrifying Um, yeah isn't this so they the one person says that the body is likely um in a 60 foot tall water-filled void between the sinkhole and bedrock and jeffrey is probably trapped in there a water-filled void a water-filled void that is terrifying yes now sinkholes are terrifying I'm telling you. Well, but here's my question for you, and this can segue into actually one of my fears. What all of a sudden made you just be afraid of that? So I have one that is an irrational, it's, it's an irrational fear. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and I'm sorry, you had another story. Oh, the other story, it's not nearly as, um, it was just an interesting story. It's about Pitcher, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I don't okay. know if you've heard of Pitcher, Oklahoma. No. This stuff I got off of Wikipedia, and I'll run through it pretty quickly because it's, again, not scary necessarily. Well, it's scary because humanity is scary. But so Pitcher, Oklahoma, <coughs> um, it's currently now a ghost town, but it used to be a big booming mining town. Okay. And they were mining for lead and zinc. And um, they're, back when they were mining for this stuff, 80s 70s uh there weren't a lot of restrictions or at least the mining in this particular area wasn't regulated um so they were extracting this lead and ink from the ground and when you extract it you have to pull the minerals out of it and then you leave behind waste rock well all that waste rock is starting to pile up Mm -hmm. and it is toxic it's metal contaminated um and they leave it around the town well in 1996, they do a study on all the kids that are growing up in Pitcher and find out that 34% of the children have lead poisoning or have suffered from lead poisoning, which could lead to what? permanent neurological defects. So this is in 96 when they find this out. And then 
10 years later, in 2006, they do another study. The Army Corps of Engineers comes in and does another study and says that 86%, 86% of the buildings in Pitcher are subject to collapse at any time because of how unstable the ground is due to the uh, unregulated mining. Now, mind you, one of those oh. school, one of those buildings was the school. So not only of are course. the kids, they have lead poisoning, yeah. and now they're going to be sucked into the earth. So then, if that's not bad enough for Pitcher, 2008 rolls around. EF4 tornado rolls through. So of all the folks that are still living in Pitcher, completely destroys, takes down 150 homes, kills so many people. And so in 2009, the government finally is like, hey, we're shutting this place down. Unsafe to be here. Evacuation of the town. So I think... Everyone left, except there was a census done, and I think the most recent census says there are only six homes and one business that remain in Pitcher, Oklahoma. So there are people still there, not yeah. very many people, but it's, it's a ghost town. Um, they likened it to Chernobyl. Good Lord. Well, that, um, that is also a good segue into uh, a future episode into Centralia where yes. uh, it is burning underneath the town, what's left of the town. Yes, um, I would love to do a whole episode on that. Absolutely. <clears throat> Sorry, I interrupted you. Um, you just uh, made me think of a, 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 good, a good segue into an irrational fear that I have, mm-hmm. which um, I'm really afraid of water rushing over the road while I'm driving on it, and it sweeping me away Mm -hmm. and it's irrational that's never happened to me um and here's a a weird thing you know past life you Mm -hmm. know um the the notion of past life of uh of reincarnation that kind of thing it was brought to my attention well maybe in a past life that's how you died and what's really funny about it is whenever i think about that irrational fear I think about myself in like an old, uh, maybe Model T esque kind of car, and, and that huh. that image always comes to me. And I'm a dude driving the car, huh? So I don't know what to make of it, you know. And that's not something I've researched enough to be able to speak intelligently about right now. But it's something that that maybe we could explore further at some point. That idea of irrational fear. Why a sinkhole? Why water rushing over the road? Yeah. So, um, but anyway, that's... But how interesting you have this <clears throat> whole visual. It's a visual. It, and I've had it for years and years and years. So, I, I don't know what to make of it. Well, you know, and they, they say that, that, that kids will talk about um, when I used to live here. And these are young kids. Well, when I used to live here, this is what my name was. You know, so, you know, there's something to it. There is. Um, and, and I would like to, I guess I'd like to believe that it's it's a thing. You know, it's yeah. it's fascinating. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that is one of my irrational fears. Now, can we dig into that a little bit? Yeah. What about being swept away? Is it, see, I imagine that's a, that's a twofold fear. There's the feeling of being swept away, so that lack of control. Mm-hmm. But then... There's the fear of drowning. See, and it's not that. For me, it's, I guess it's more a fear of 
sometimes I can be really afraid of big things underwater. Oh. And then the notion that I cannot see where I'm going anymore. The water, the water has, has enveloped the road and I can no longer see my path. So it's this fear of the unknown. Maybe. That is very fascinating. You know, and I'm endlessly fascinated by the unknown, but in this particular instance, it terrifies me. Right. Hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah, we'll, we'll go, we need to go into those, these things further, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's something that we should unpack mm-hmm. a little more. Yeah. All right, I've prepared a second fear for you. <laughs> Oh, it looks like you need a refill. Oh gosh, uh, the no, witches is going to town on the Boone's farm. I am. And get some. Let me get. Let me get some more for this second one because I, I just have a lot to say about this second one. And this is a. I, okay, I feel like the second fear. Everybody is scared of this. Okay. Um, to an extent, I shouldn't say everybody is scared of this. That's that's a large generalization, which a lot. <laughs> Of people are afraid of this so I do not find myself to be unique in any sort of way in saying this but I feel like maybe this fear is it's not unique but my take on it is so it's acrophobia okay fear of heights yeah I when I was younger I was not afraid of heights mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination I would get on roller coasters no problem those were yep. like my favorite things to do now you have to pull me kicking and screaming yep. under a roller coaster um but I particularly find myself afraid of heights when I am hiking interesting so I could be up high in a building and look out I can get on a roller coaster I can still do that I don't necessarily like right thrilled about it but I can do it but when I'm in nature and there's no sort of safety net sure um terrified of heights um I do this all the time when I'm hiking and you know when you go you're on the steep hill yeah. and you can get up it no problem but yeah. it's the turnaround and you're coming down it and putting that I, one foot down in front of the other yeah I am clammed up wow I am clammed up I it, I t- I am painfully slow yeah. going down the hill um so one of the things that I think is not helping me is that I like to get on YouTube and look up the most dangerous hikes in the world. And I wa- I I am not joking. I watch these videos at least once a week, if not more. Why? Why do I do that? Well, let me tell you. One of the and there are all sorts of absolutely dangerous hikes. I mean, I'm sure gorgeous, gorgeous landscapes. You going to talk views. about the plank the planks on the side of the mountain. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> Who is doing that? And then this YouTube video I found, there was this little old woman up there with her sneakers on. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? Get back home. <laughs> bake a pie. <laughs> and stop it. Stop it. No, I'm talking about Angel's Landing. Have you ever heard? Is that in Zion? Yes. Oh my God! I watched a video of of somebody trying to come down from it, and there was ice. No. Yeah. Who would even know? I don't know. I know. Yes. If you have not, I challenge you. Go on YouTube, look up Angels Landing, and you will understand what I'm talking about. I mean, again, beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous. You get up there, you're like, I'm in a different world, right? Like, 
I can absolutely see the draw of this. And if you are not a clumsy asshole like me, <laughs> then you should do it. But yeah. I would fall off of that mountain. Because it is straight up. Straight up. Yeah. And there is a point where there is like this narrow little ridge. And you, all you have is a chain mm-hmm. in the ground to get your ass over that <laughs> narrow little ridge. Yep. No, it's, it's, it's bullshit. Hell. <laughs> does that i can't i cannot and i watch that video and it makes me i get i i get angry yeah it's like what why why are you doing that also who decided that was a hike who's the first one first one who was like (laughs) i think we should walk out into this rock formation yeah i Um, i don't know i think the same thing i love mammoth cave if you've not been to mammoth cave uh down in cave city down in the bowling green kentucky area um it is fabulous however somebody had to discover all that who was the first person that saw a crack in the freaking forest and went i'm gonna go down there let's go down there which if you haven't been to mammoth cave when you go down it's this narrow little winding staircase and there's all these things like watch your step because as you can imagine Mm -hmm. a cave is damp and there's water yeah. and you're on these stairs going straight down into the earth and at yeah. any moment you could slip and fall yeah so who did that who did that well and the people that did do it did it with gas lamps and that is all nothing else they just plunged forward into the earth i don't understand i don't understand how humanity has survived this long i don't either we have amazing things now because people have done idiotic things like that but I mean, we haven't gotten there yet, but what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> so I also, I mean, I, I wasn't, I was thinking about more, you know, paranormal kind of fears, but I'm going to agree with you on the heights. When I was a kid, I didn't care. Right. And as I've gotten older, I, I've got this love-hate thing going on with heights now where I used to do roller coasters, and now I went on Millennium Force a couple years ago and thought I might die. I mean, yeah. it was terrifying. Um Oh, shoot. What was I going to say? I was going to say something about... but he, No, the YouTube holes. I watched those crazy kids climb up the like high-tension wires and climb on tops of buildings and climb out on those, um, those giant cranes. I To take a selfie. To take a selfie. I go down rabbit holes with those all the time, and I sit there, and my toes are curled. And that is a pucker power of 10 on that seat, too, because I'm like... All they have to do is one slip. <laughs> but I guess, okay, so maybe that leads me to one of my life's mottos. Hashtag pucker power. Hashtag pucker power is if you're going to go down, go down in flames. That's why I don't, uh, that's why I'm not afraid to be shot into space. Is if I die there, I died in space. Yeah, Big damn deal. Cool. So that's fine, cool. fine. Um, but then you have to imagine, okay, not to belabor the point, but you fall off of the damn rock formation yes and you just have to think about what you're inevitably going to hit right a rock yeah and i have to think about that for how damn long before i actually hit the before rock you hit the rock maybe you maybe you'll black out yeah maybe fear does take over there yeah <sighs> which i don't know it's some crazy stuff but that is something that you and i have in common in that we we love to be scared we love to delve into why we're scared and some people, you know, shy away from, from fear and, and being afraid, but I, I just love it. 
Yeah, I agree. Not enough to, you know, go up and hold on to that asinine. Um, There's The day you see me on Angel's Landing yeah. is the day that I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know either. It's the day that I own a bug collection. Never going to happen. Lord. <laughs> okay, now, let's talk about some crazy stuff. Okay. Some some stuff that will hopefully never happen. And then I have some questions for you. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, that we should answer. Yeah. But I don't know if you do this. Sometimes when I'm laying in bed at night, I will purposefully stare into the dark corners of the room uh, and imagine what it would feel like if I saw glowing eyes looking back at me. And not even necessarily like human tall eyes, like, you know, low to the ground or... Oh, like they're just crawling about. Crawling around things. Um, or what if I open my eyes in the middle of the night and see some tall, non-human looking figure standing over me in the bed? Kind of like that creature in Insidious, the movie. Oh, God. That thing is terrifying. I actually have a pretty... I would I would place a lot of money on what my reaction would be, and it would be to punch. Oh, you're a, you're a fight, I'm a, I'm not a, a fighter. Flight. I am okay. a I, I And I know this about myself, but mm-hmm. I, I, I want you to continue, and then I'll tell you why I know this. No, me. tell me. I want to know why you know that. Because I've done it. Uh, I can't do haunted houses. That's my... That's my other big fear is I can't do haunted houses for all that I love horror. Yeah. I can't do haunted houses because if you're in front of me and I think that you're trying to hurt me or someone I'm with. Right. I'm fighting your ass to yeah. the death. So you'll punch and a clown. I have. I have. <laughs> I got kicked out. You got kicked out? What'd I you did. punch? Uh, I punched. A, I, in fact, I think it was a clown. Nice. With a whip. A clown with a whip. And then what the what the hell? What the hell? Who that thing needed has, punched. And it's coming after me. It's coming after my friend. Yeah. Got, no. No, no, no. And he was like, <laughs> wow. No hands. I said, no whips. <laughs> of course you did. What the hell? Oh, my God. Um, demonic possession. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about how scary that probably would, would be and is? Uh, poltergeist in your house. How in the hell do you fight something that's invisible? Well, what do you do? Exactly. You don't, I mean... I mean, there are millions of how-to movies out there, you know, that we could probably consult, but yeah. I don't know, man. Like, don't approach the TV. Don't go in that closet. Right. But they're in your inner sanctum. Your home is supposed to be where you're safe. Right. So that kind of stuff is scary. And that that's not the kind of stuff that keeps me up at night, but... But um, it is scary to think about. It is. And if it were happening, you would be scared of I it. I would be terrified. Um, it would be, I would suck up the whole house with my pucker power, probably. Pucker power. Hashtag pucker power. We're going to make that a thing. <laughs> Hashtag pucker power. Hashtag pucker power. All right. So I'm going to ask you these questions, which mm-hmm. I was thinking about these. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things that scare us. Okay. Um, chug that and get ready for oh, our Pazuzu second Pazuzi juice of the evening. She is going to kill me. Yeah, this is definitely going to kill you. We will be sampling Red Grape Wine Mad Dog 2020. Another warmed beverage from my youth. I've never had this. 
I've had a version of Boone's Farm. It was not Strawberry Hill. Endemic and I were talking about this before the show. It was, please email us and tell us if you've had this before, Blue Hawaii. Yeah. It was like a very, very intense electric blue <laughs> Boone's Farm beverage that tasted like syrup and that I 100% <laughs> threw up the same exact color that night. Yeah, you definitely did. I think it just came right back yeah. out. My body rejected it, and it came out of Well, me. I feel like if you drink enough of this Mad Dog, you will burp purple all night long. Uh, that's what I've always wanted. It smells like teen angst and algebra homework. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I hate it already. <laughs> the pour has begun. Oh, you can't you can't chug the boons. It I did it. Well done. I did it. Oh. Oh, that's worse <laughs> when you drink it like that. It's like sour water. <laughs> it's like you know what it is? You took pop rocks, you put them in a thing of Sprite, and then you let the Sprite go flat. Okay, and then you drank the Sprite and French kissed a strawberry pop. <laughs> That's that is the flavor of Strawberry Hill Boone's Farm. Okay, well that's probably a selling point for some people, but that is a whole yeah. different show. That's a whole yeah. All right, it's which, the after hours show. Mad dog it up. Okay, here we oh, go. Oh god. Oh yeah, that tastes that well I didn't taste it. it what is it. that flavor? <laughs> well it smells very sour. There is a great flavor in there that is not terrible. Okay, I could get on with Mad Dog 2020. Hardcore. I could I could see myself drinking that full thing and throwing up all over that backyard up yeah. there, but um, I could get on with that. I can't get on with the Strawberry Hill Boone's Farm. Like, I can tell you right now, if I had to drink a whole Strawberry Hill Boone's Farm, I'm not coming to that party. Yeah. Mad Dog 2020? Well, let me sure remind our time. listeners that we just killed an entire bottle of Boone's Farm. Yeah. We're going to finish that. There's like there's like an inch and a half left at the bottom. The rest of the show is going to be real wild. Real wild. Um, there is a purple in there that's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It, it, it's very grape juicy. But the front end tastes like burning. Yeah, heavy burning. Heavy uh, burning Maybe that's some front. soul burning. I don't know. Okay, you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Would you rather be burned alive or buried alive? Oh, good God. And why? Okay. Let's 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 walk through this. <laughs> let's walk through this. Friends. Okay. If you're being burned alive, most extreme pain I could imagine anyone ever going mm-hmm. through, right? Every nerve in your body is a light. Yes. So extremely painful death. Yeah. And those are your last memories, that extreme pain. Yeah. However, I imagine at some point you numb. Probably your nerves burn off, yeah, right? Your nerves burn off, you numb, and then you're dead. Mm-hmm. And that probably happens within a minute. Probably, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I imagine. So it's an extremely painful but quick. Buried alive. Not painful. I mean, probably painful to a certain extent because you can't breathe and that's going to be painful at some point. 
um, but probably not as intensely painful, mm-hmm. um, but long. Long. And you have a lot of time to think. Yeah. I imagine when you're being burned alive, you're not thinking about anything except fuck. That's probably <laughs> the only thought in your head. Yeah. Um, whereas when you're being buried alive, you can think of a lot of things. Um, I never thought I would say this. I thought that if you ever put burned alive up next to anything, anything? I would say the other thing, but I am saying burned, burned alive. alive. Because I just can't, I don't know if I could for hours. Well, I don't know that it would be hours, but it'd be a long time, right? Yeah. Um, maybe it would be hours. I don't know, but I can't imagine the amount and of you're clawing and it's and, and you're it's clawing dark and you're, and you're confused and you're scared and you're crying and mm-hmm. i can't imagine that. and i'm also super claustrophobic all right so yeah light up the witch what about you what you're saying uh, light up I'm the witch gonna, uh, just listening to you reason uh reason that out yeah i'm gonna go with burn too it would be horrific horrific but it's over but it's over yeah blaze of glory going out going out in literal flames. Literal blaze of glory. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, leave us leave us some notes, uh, listeners. Yes. Uh, about what what you would prefer and why, if you had to, unfortunately and terrifyingly, make that choice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bitten by a zombie or bitten by a werewolf? Werewolf, 100%. That's not even... I once, at a old job of mine, mm-hmm. this, this is great... Um, especially when you don't know people and you have to go to a retreat, why not dive in with both feet? They asked me what I want, like, you know, what my career goals were, and I said, I want to be a future werewolf. (laughs) Okay, well, all right then. And they said, oh, okay. Okay. Because that, I mean, really that is my career aspiration. I'm kind of torn because you know how I feel about zombies. I know you love zombies. But you would have so much more fun as a werewolf. Oh, you would have so much fun little silver bullet action mm-hmm. that's actually a really fun movie and it holds up yeah okay abducted by aliens or abducted by inbred desert folk living underground aliens 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 take me away uh, i'd be very interested in asking you a lot of questions like why didn't you do this sooner and get me off this hell hole yeah that's my main question Um, you know, I, I really don't know. I guess I would probably say aliens too. That way, you know, I'm in space. Okay. So those are my questions. That was fun. That was super fun. That was super fun. Do we have time for a what the hell? Um, I think we do. Let's get it in there. Yeah. I think we let's have get time it in there. What the hell? All right. I'll go first. All right. My what the hell. This, this is, this is great. <laughs> and this is this, this is speaking of science. This is a great scientific phenomenon I just found out about today. Trees burning from the inside out. What? Okay, so here we go. When a tree uh, gets struck by lightning, mm-hmm. you know, typically like it either splits, explodes, the whole thing goes up in flames. Yeah. Some trees, the interior of the tree, and I should say, I read this article on sciencealert.com. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool website. Found out. Go check it out. Um, the interior of the tree, the sap is a better conductor than the wood 
the bark on the outside so it heats up and oh, like yeah. starts burning and then typically in a rain thunderstorm situation the outside is wet so the interior is the only thing that burns what the hell, what the hell? What nature the hell? is fucking awesome it is awesome <clears throat> it is definitely awesome we should talk at some point too about the hollow trees in some of the national forests um, that pe- that people climb. They climb the trees and then they fall in the holes. Fall in. They oh fall my in the holes. God, I know. And sometimes, I mean, no one knows they're there. So rescuers could rock, walk right by. And you're and, screaming and who? And what? they're in the freaking tree. I. I can't. No. No. That's a fear. I put. Throw that on my list of Falling fears. Falling in a hollow tree. Done. Okay, so here's my what the hell. Um, and my goal today is to make the witch say what the hell um, with an admission. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, God. I'm already ready. I have never had coffee and I hate avocados. What the hell? <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that's the horror. The, These the horror. Are- those are my two favorite. Well, I mean, not my favorite. Co- well, okay, coffee is my yeah. favorite thing. I have never had it because I hate the smell. Oh, if you hate the smell, you'll hate the taste. I'm sure that's true. A hundred percent. There's no possible way you could drink it. Avocados. Oh my god. That shit is style over substance. No, I, I don't even it's know. It's a fat. It's a healthy fat endemic. No, it is a mouthful of mush. I accidentally ate one once and was horrified. You can put. You know. Endemic knows this. You can put a whole scoop of tuna in there. Uh, oh, God. You Have and your tuna, tuna, avocado, sweet potato nonsense. It's delicious. No. Great lunch. It is It is a mouthful of texture. It is a mouthful of texture. Very little substance. But the, uh, a nice creaminess. There are other There's things that are creamy. <laughs> and on that note, And on which, that note, thank you so much. Uh, please uh, follow us. Wherever, um, wherever you see fit, we've got our website, yep. uh, thehorrorsalon.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Give us a shout out there at the horror salon, and then drop us a line. What yeah. are you scared of? Yeah, really. What are you scared of? We, um, I, th- I definitely see a future episode of more what scares mm-hmm. us because this didn't even crack. No, and what scares our surface. listeners? Maybe want, we'll highlight some of those. I think that'd be amazing. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. So drop us a line. It's info at thehorrorsalon.com. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you. Um, thank you. Then. Thank you. For helping our hobby and what we love to do be a reality. Be a reality. And hopefully, through that reality, we'll get to highlight your love yeah. for horror. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so the mad dog has has been drunk. The mad dog has been drunk. <gasps> the Edgar Allan Poe candle, which I think this is supposed to be like leather scented. It's oh. beautiful. It's a wonderful smell. The candle has been blown out. And that concludes another episode. I am forever yours, Andemic. And I'm the witch.
monsters, it's The Witch. And Anne Demick. Music for this episode is Rage by the 126ers. Check out our website for show notes and links to some cool extras. Later, nerds.